Today is Saturday, June 11th of 2022. This is Devin Song Reviews Live. I am Devin. I'm an independent musician. I started doing song reviews and asked uh, musicians to submit songs if they wanted me to listen to it and do a review on TikTok. I got about a thousand submissions after that. Quickly realized that I needed to adjust and figure out a new format because the idea of, of doing a 60 second review making a video of it for a thousand submissions was just not going to be something I could do. So I started doing a live stream here on TikTok live so that I could just listen to music and do the review right here on the show. We've had a lot of fun doing it. I found a lot of really great musicians in the process of doing this Devin song reviews. All I want to do is be able to give a critique and share some things that I've learned along the way. This show is a good way to give independent musicians a platform for their music to be heard, but also you get a little bit of technical advice on uh, on how to get better and do all the things that independent musicians have to do. If you are joining us and you are going to be hanging out for a little while, grab you a cold one, put on some headphones, and let's let's rock and roll. So clink cheers let's roll with it so we start off the show with songs that were submitted throughout the the week in this case throughout the two weeks because i took last week off anybody that wants to submit music the links are in my uh, link tree in my bio here on tiktok submit the form then i get it queued up here and we start off the show with music that was submitted throughout the week so starting off today is uh is a regular here on devon song reviews he's come on for a musician spotlight already and uh, continues to release singles continues to submit that for a review this is our buddy mason crow with a song called malice Very, uh, very energetic start, just right into it. So I can, I can already hear that the, uh, the vocals are a little too far back in the mix. It's a very, very cool uh, guitar riff. Hey, look who it is. Mr. Mason Crow Official is here. What's up, Shane? Yeah, I think overall, I think those, uh, as much as I love that guitar riff, I think that guitar is sitting too, too close, too far front. Happens all the time with rhythm guitars. Okay, 
Okay, so a uh, couple minutes in, the song was getting slightly repetitive, so it's a good time to uh, to bring in something new. It's very uh, very typical for a Mason Crow song. I'm digging it. I like this. Nice, throw in some halftime at the end. All right, so that was Mason Crow with uh, his newest song called Malice. That was really, really cool. If you've hung out with us before, uh, we've played a lot of Mason Crow at this uh, at this point. And that is uh, that's very different. And I know during the uh, the musician spotlight interview with Mason Crow, we discussed that there was some things coming up in the future that was going to be a little bit heavier and a little bit different. And that was definitely different than what we've heard in the past. A little bit harder, a little bit grungier, I guess you would say. So very much like the song, uh, Shane. Thanks for for uh, submitting that as always. That guitar riff was fantastic. It did get a little bit repetitive, but it was it was a cool riff and that's fine too. Um, you did a good job of bringing in something else uh, there about two minutes in just to break things up and then ending it there with the halftime was a really cool little sprinkle of, of, uh, of fun on the end of the song. From a mix perspective, the vocals are, are too far back in the mix. I saw in the comments you said that y'all had some trouble with that. Getting vocals to sit correctly in the mix is always going to be one of those things that's not very easy to do. You know, it is what it is, but it didn't, to me, take away from the song very much. The rhythm guitars seemed like they were too far out front. Pretty common thing, it seems, when it comes to really cool guitar riffs is you want to push those out front and you want people to hear that, but you have to be able to bring that back so that it fits in the mix and uh, make sure that those instruments are fitting where they need to be. If you had to dial the rhythm guitars back somewhat, I think you would have had the rest of the instruments, including your vocals, would just naturally come forward and be fine. Overall, really like the song. A few things, as always, that uh, we'll continue to work on, but great job from Mason Crow with a song called Malice. And uh, Mason Crow, yeah, Malice is a bit out of nowhere. Thanks for the review. More insult to injury type music coming soon. Appreciate the feedback, as always. Well, you're very, very welcome as always. Very cool song. So moving along, the uh, next submission that had come through, this is a song from Mar Baker called Just Let Go. There at the ending, it was a very short amount of time um, where some some extra instruments or extra elements were brought in. It would have been a really cool opportunity to just take what was you know sort of already there and then maybe take those added elements that came in there at the end, just pan them them harder left and, and right. Cause there at the end, it just got a little, a little muddy. 
covered a good bit during the song there. Just a couple of techniques that could have been utilized to just take the recording to the next level. Very cool song though. Very much enjoyed it. There wasn't a lot of EQ issues. So let's talk automation for just a second. Automation is one of those things that uh, when I started using it, it started polishing my end result a little bit more, but it does take time. So what I mean by that is, let's say we've got all of that recorded. The female vocals had some peaks and valleys. It was it was a lot of ups and downs. It wasn't a very consistent vocal. Still sounded good, don't get me wrong, but to polish that, you just do some volume automation. And when the vocal goes down, you just automate the uh, the volume up and uh, you just uh, have to go in there manually and, and point those out. And what you can do with that is you're going to get a more even polished vocal from doing automation. And it's not the most fun thing in the world to do, but that is one of the things that you can do to take that next step to having a more polished result at the end of it is uh, is utilizing automation. So if you haven't tried that yet, highly recommend that you do take the extra time because it does it makes a bigger difference than uh, than you'd like to believe. Good Hang says lover voice absolutely did too. Father Fahrenheit says uh, vocals could be tighter with solid production. This could be fantastic. It's got a ton of heart. Absolutely agree. The the male vocal there was an obvious double. When you do doubles and you do harmonies and things like that, one of the things you're going to do is you're going to have to align them with each other. You can get as detailed as making sure that syllables line up correctly. Doing this type of music, the lyrics are moving quick. It's going to be really hard to get your doubled vocal to match, you know, each syllable. So it just created more than normal ability to hear the doubled vocal. So in that case, I think I would have I would have tried maybe just spacing the vocals away from each other to see how that would sound. Either that or I'll, I would have also tried bringing that doubled vocal down, then maybe automate it up when it has those end of phrase words, which is pretty typical in rap style music. But other than that, I think it sounded really good. I think the low end was very clean. That is a big hurdle in that type of music. So I think they did a great job with that. So kudos. Moving along, we have a uh, next one up is from a band called The Illustrated with a song called Yourself in Someone Else. Really cool, uh, really cool lead line. I wouldn't mind for that to be pushed back some, because we also have a really cool bass walk happening right now. Y'all hear that bass now? I really like that. I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna have the bass go, bass line going like that, I'd like to hear some more out of the kick drum. Vocals sound uh, sound real good, very clear. I just think that that guitar is still too far forward and it's just kind of getting in the way. It's, it's a really cool guitar, but it needs to come back some. 
there's a the reverb that's on the vocals i really like the way that it's uh it's coloring the vocals um but it is making it sound um like the rest of the instruments need a little bit more of it just to make it sound cohesive and in the same room that solo. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging that. I don't know about y'all. So that was the illustrated with a song called yourself and someone else. I don't know uh, that I have a whole lot to critique there other than uh, what I had mentioned during the song that one guitar was too far forward and therefore just taking uh, a lot more of the attention away from the rest of the instruments, which sounds kind of weird when you're talking about a lead guitar because lead guitar you think, um, well, that's just supposed to be the main focus. And to an extent, it can be. So a good case of this is during that solo that we all enjoyed so much. I have no problem with that being right up at the front, being the the sole focus with what's going on. But the rest of the song, it was just too far forward for me. So what that did throughout the song is it just took away from that really cool bass line, pushing the drums back some. It wasn't a big issue, but it is those little details that make a difference. And and that's just my uh, my two cents but uh, but yeah in that case I think I would have just moved that lead guitar back except for that solo but the song itself was a really really cool very awesome vibe very good vocals I mentioned there about the reverb uh, the reverb that was used on the vocals was different than what was used on the rest of the instruments which is not a big deal either but it was enough reverb to make the other instruments sound like they weren't in the same room with the the vocalist, I would have either dialed the reverb back on the vocal, probably not my first go-to with this song because it did sound really good on the vocal. I would have uh, added that reverb to the rest of the instruments so it sounds like they are in the same room. Father Fahrenheit says, beautiful progression. I really love when songs keep a consistent vibe. Absolutely, had a really cool vibe. Mason Crow with a solid catchy chorus slash main guitar riff. Marcus said, that is a great 
Solo, and then Rula Guns. Hey, Rula Guns said some Foo Fighters inspo in the vocals I'm hearing on this one. So again, that was the illustrated with yourself and someone else. Again, just as a reminder about the Spotify playlist that I have, five different Spotify playlists. Every song that has been reviewed or come through my show is on one of those five playlists. So everything you're hearing today, you don't have to worry about going and finding it. Just check out the playlist later. Each playlist has similar genres grouped together. I do my best with this. If you like rap and you don't like pop punk, you know, there's going to be a different playlist for you compared to the, the, the pop punk person. Go check those out. Those playlist links are in my bio as well. Find you a playlist that you like. If you like what you're hearing, let's, uh, let's show some support for these independent musicians that are doing everything they can to release music. Musicians release music and there's no support. It's going to be pretty hard to stay motivated to keep creating music. So if you like music that you're hearing, make sure to go check out these bands and uh, show them some love. We're going to keep things moving. Maggie, are you still here with us? Go ahead and wave to everybody. Let them know you're here in the chat. I've listened to a little bit of this song. I'm really excited to, to share this with you guys because it is a kind of feels like a blast from the past. This is a uh, Maggie Glassman with a song called Eeny Meeny. Check this out. Okay, so you fucked up again in bed with another woman. You play, but you never win. Don't even care about like this takes me back to like late 90s, early 2000s, like um, back when uh, Beyonce was in Destiny's Child and stuff like that. Has that, uh, that late 90s, early 2000s pop. Yeah, the... Uh, so critique-wise, there's some reverb here that I feel like it's too heavy. Yeah, I feel like this would have blown up um, back in the day. So Maggie Glassman with a song called Eeny Meeny definitely had that late 90s, early 2000 pop vibe to it. Got a couple of people in the comments saying Christina. 
Britney, Genie in a Bottle. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think we're at a point in in music where it's kind of coming around full circle. That's what I think of when I think of pop music that I grew up with. Very much had that vibe to it. Very, very cool. Sort of woman empowerment, I think. Very, you know, strong front from a, from a female vocal. There was some reverb issues, I think, that the reverb was too heavy at points of the song for the vocals. There are some EQ things that I could point out, but overall the song was really fantastic. Not as polished as a pop song could be. I think there are, again, some EQ issues that just kind of made it squished, I guess is the best thing I can say. Maybe play around with spacing a little bit more, open it up some. The bass that came in, when it hit, it did sound slightly too heavy. And I think that hid some of the vocals throughout the song. I think it hid some of the uh, the electronic drums throughout the song, but very, very minor things. Overall, I think it you know is, is a pretty great song. I can't say anything bad about it. So really enjoyed that. Again, that was Maggie Glassman with Eeny Meeny. Yeah, I covered what everybody had said in the comments there. We had the Christina, Brittany, Genie in a Bottle, Piano in the Hook. Needed a little more EQ, I think. Definitely a vibe, though. Yeah, I think uh, I think just overall there was some um, there was some EQ issues, but nothing that would keep me from listening. So really liked it. Next song up that was submitted is from an artist called CTO B Smooth. Crazy name uh, with a song called Hi Hello. Let's check it out. It's a very quiet intro. Let's go. How you doing over there? Hi, hello. You haven't checked in a while. That's how it goes. Yeah, that the intro here, is a yeah, little long so and a little quiet. I'm over here. Yeah, I'm chilling in my wall. Hey, how you doing over there? Hi, hello. Hi, hello. I think we're a little too busy with those electronic hi hats. Oh, that's a lot of bass. You haven't checked in a while. That's how it goes. I'm over here. Yeah, I'm chilling. That bass is really heavy. And I'm over here. Yeah, I'm chilling in my dome. I said, how you doing over there? Hi, hello. You haven't checked in a while. That's how it goes. I'm over here. Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm so grown. And I'm over here. Yeah, I'm chilling in my dome. She got me feeling like I don't need a phone. See, I was playing, man, I guess I'll go to zone. And just like you said, you live and let it go. And just like you said, y'all are the same though. Remember you said you would let it go. But knowing you, man, you never meant it though. I gotta drop the wages, man, I feel so slow. I gotta change my wages, man, I feel so wrong. I met this girl once upon a time ago. Till we were last, it went too fast, I should have known. Guess this the phase where I knew it all along. Man, I knew it all along. How you doing over there? Hi, hello. Hi, hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm having a hard time um, getting over the, the amount of bass that's hitting. And like I said, those those electronic hi-hats are just really, really busy. I don't think it's it's necessary in a song like this. I'm over here, yeah, I'm chilling in my wall. Hey, 
The vocals are really cool. I like uh, I like the style. Hi, hello. Yeah, so we have some uh, some secondary vocals that you can hear there. Um, I think I, I would utilize those a little bit more than what I'm hearing. So CTO Beast Move with Hi Hello. I like the song. I think there were definitely some production issues that took away from what the song could be. Um, but that's why we do this. That's why we're here is uh, we're always learning and trying to get better. The bass was overly heavy and was removing some of the focus from the rest of the song. And like I said, I think those electronic hi-hats were too busy. That was probably a sample or a loop that was used. There wasn't a whole lot of change up throughout the song as far as dynamics go. So there were some secondary vocals that sounded really good that if I were mixing this song, I would have brought them up and uh, and used them even more than they were. Vocally, I like the sound of his voice. I like the lyrics. I think that was that was really good. You can tell that there is some some pitch correction being used. Um, we are not in that case using auto tune as a vocal effect. I don't think because it was somewhere in between. Either you're going to use heavy pitch correction as a vocal effect, like the you know the T Pain auto tune effect, or you're going to use pitch correction just to help make the the regular vocal better without it standing out too much. So I felt like we were somewhere in between, and what that could be is just a lack of knowledge of how to utilize pitch correction correctly, which again is something that you have to learn. Auto tune is a is a couple of buttons. It's not that much work. It's that's why they call it auto tune. It's kind of an automatic thing to to use. Pitch correction something you have to go in. You have to treat each note. Uh, separately and, and, you know, sort of get everything uh, where it needs to be. When you're doing that, it's it's easy to mess it up. So I don't think it was it was bad, but it sounded like we were somewhere in between using auto-tune and just uh, trying to use pitch correction just to just correct the, the pitch of the vocal some. Overall, very cool song. Again, that was CTO, Be Smooth with Hi Hello, and you'll be able to find that on, uh, on one of the Devon Song Reviews Spotify playlist. Uh, Rule of Gun says, sounds unmixed, not gonna lie. I don't think it was unmixed. I think it was just, you know, everybody is somewhere different in their journey of home recording or production or mixing and mastering and releasing music. I don't think that was unmixed. I just think that is um, uh, just a little lack of experience on how to mix properly, which again is why I'm here doing Devon Song Reviews to give a few little tidbits on basic principles that will help you get better at mixing your 
music because musicians have to get better at mixing their music and producing their music because of the saturation and the ability for anybody to create a song and throw it on the internet, put it on Spotify, YouTube, those things. So you do have to step up your game and you do have to produce and provide something that's a little bit a little bit more polished so you do have to continue to learn if you want to take this seriously and get your music to more listeners is you have to figure out how to polish up your mixes again that's why i'm doing this is to try to be an asset and try to help people hear what they're not hearing in their mix so that they can get better the next time they're doing it i went on a little bit of a rant a couple of weeks ago on my last show about scrolling through TikTok and seeing people doing what I'm doing. I know I realize I'm not uh, the first person to do song reviews on TikTok live. The difference in what I'm doing and what they're doing is I'm not here to charge people to have their songs played on this show. I'm here to act as a platform for independent musicians to have their music heard and to get a critique to help them develop as an independent artist. That being said, if you want to support what I'm trying to do here, you can do that over on Patreon. What I do does take work and it does take time. And so if you want to support that and you, you're enjoying yourself and you enjoy what I'm doing here and you just want a way of supporting me and what I'm doing so I can get this out to more people, there is a Patreon link in my bio. Go check it out. Take a look around. And if you want to support what I'm doing here, you I would love that. It is appreciated. Never required. Maybe there will be some... Uh, exclusive things to throw your way if you uh, if you sign up there's some equipment that i could i could utilize to do better with this so that we get a higher quality help me keep this thing going there's some things i want to do with this show that are going to require some financial support to take it to the next level that's where we got to be if you're able to that would be um, highly appreciated but not required this is a free show enjoy yourselves hopefully you just enjoy what i'm doing here question from dope plays here the real question is ranch or blue cheese and um the answer is ranch hands down 100 percent ranch ranch is the one of the best condiments that exist on this planet what is everybody's favorite condiment i think my favorite condiment overall is uh, chick-fil-a sauce if i get chick-fil-a breakfast and get the hash browns i love hash browns dipping uh hash browns in chick-fil-a sauce is like my go-to thing southwest chipotle from subway yes i always get that on my uh my BMT sandwich is my go-to from Subway, and I always get the Southwest Chipotle. Good Hang says ranch wins always. I mean, it's hard to beat ranch. Ranch is up there with ketchup, I think. Like, as far as what you can put it on, it's so diverse. Dope Play says Chick-fil-A doesn't sell chicken sandwiches. They sell sauce with a side of chicken sandwiches. Yeah, but their chicken is so good, too. I'm going to do one more before we... Uh, we change gears here. I do have to jump over to YouTube for it. This is a artist called Swanee, um, which is S-W-A-N-I-I-I. And in some places, the S is replaced with a dollar sign. This is a song called Out of My Mind. I listened to it before, thought it was pretty good. Let's check it out. So this is Swanee with Out of My Mind.
So it's very, very similar to some of the other things we've listened to today. Um, this is a, I, I call this bedroom pop. Vocals sound pretty good. So from from a mix perspective, I think this is mixed pretty well. I think if I were producing this, I think I would have added um, would have added some reverb or something to that uh, that kick that keeps coming in. It just has a very like quick attack like uh, sound to it. It sound, it, it's so like from a kick drum perspective it sounds very airy like uh, like I'm going you know what I'm saying but the rest of the the rest of it sounds like it's pretty well mixed I think the vocals are sitting where they need to be a lot of lyrics being thrown at us. So that was um, Out of My Mind by Swanee. Really nice, uh, nice vibe to it. Has that bedroom pop feel. That bass that was coming through sounded airy. What I would try first is throw a compressor on there with a fast attack speed. And so all that means is that the compressor is going to act really quickly. And so when you have plosives, so in that case, like the kick was very, had some plosives, even though I'm sure it was an electronic uh, kick, it sounded that way. So. If you throw a compressor on there with a fast attack, what that's gonna do is it's gonna catch that plosive at the very beginning and just dial that back some. It's gonna give it a smoother sound to it. But in that case, um, quick attack on the on a compressor will will help to catch those initial plosives on things like uh, like that song with the, uh, the kick drum. The rest of it sounded very good. I think the mix was great. The vocals came through very well. I think it was a lot of lyrics and dynamically there wasn't a whole lot of change throughout the song. It was only two minutes and 40 seconds long and it was pretty, uh, pretty consistent, very loopy bedroom pop style for what it was. I think it was great. Glad that that was submitted and glad we uh, got a chance to listen to it. So at this point of the show, we are going to, uh, so we're going to have good hangs come on here for the musician spotlight interview. And so what I like to do is, uh, is give a little intro to the uh, musician that is coming on to the show. This show has, uh, it is not genre specific as I mentioned, but it has been come to known as the pop punk PBS. I enjoy pop punk. I'm a pop punk guy. So I'm naturally drawn to that genre of music. Good hangs really, uh, really hits the the nail on the head for a proper pop punk band that has a very nostalgic feel to it very much reminds me of the early to mid 2000s the 
Blink-182 type stuff. So what I want to do before they come on is I'm going to play their newest release called It Runs In My Blood to give you an idea of who is about to come on for the interview. So this is uh, Good Hangs with It Runs In My Blood. I'm want to thank you real quick for coming on the show and, and doing this. Um, I'm a huge uh, pop punk fan 
and you guys are putting out some fantastic music been listening to you on repeat pretty much all week and uh really oh, yeah. just i've fallen in love with it man your videos on on uh here on TikTok are freaking hilarious thanks man and uh you're doing some really cool stuff so um hey want to give you a, a minute here to go ahead and introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are and a little bit about uh what you're what you're doing yeah um my name's dominic i'm in the band called good hangs i uh, just heard that song that's our latest single it's called I Run it runs in my blood we're a four piece right now so there's me on like i said bass and uh and background vocals there's michael who we call him stein because stein we've known him probably like our entire lives basically um been in and out of bands with him uh he's lead vocals and then there's my brother anthony on electric guitar and he produces and uh, mixes and masters our songs. He's an absolute wizard. And then there's our newest member. His name's Matt. He is our drummer, and he's just a he's just a funny, silly, goofy guy. <laughs> he was on um, Elder Emos with us recently. I saw them in here. Um, <laughs> it was it was a good time. It was funny. So give us an idea about a little bit about the history of Good Hangs. How did the name come to be? How did the band come together? I, I know you've got a, uh, there's some re relations in there. You got brother in the mm -hmm. band with you. What started this process and how y'all got together and what you've been up to so far? The band started out with just me, my brother, Anthony, and our lead singer, Stein. And I mean, all of us have been writing music together for years, like since I was in high school, probably. Like back in the day, we were in this band called Grand Finale. We were doing that for a couple of years. And then um, the two of them, Anthony and Stein, started a different, that was like a metalcore band called Lake County Kids. And then, you know, I was in some other bands. We all have kind of just been writing together for a long time. So Stein is in Kenosha and we're in the Chicagoland area. So a lot of the writing that we were doing was kind of just through email, kind of sending stems back and forth. We would just write and record little things and send them off to each other and be like, hey, look what I made. And then we would add on to them. Anthony would mix and master them. We put out our first album last year. It's called... Um, the things we think about, I would say at that point, we did not really hone in on a specific genre. We were kind of like all across the board. If you listen to that album, it's not that emo pop punk fusion that we're really focusing in on now. Yeah, we're like super excited about the direction of the band right now. We've been picking up some traction. We're very happy about that. We're very excited. The name Good Hangs is it's kind of just the thing that we say whenever like we're all hanging out and the hangout ends we all say goodbye to each other and we're like good hangs you know oh, see ya good hangs i don't know if that was the origin of it honestly but it is something that we say it's hard to remember depending on who you ask and the members of the band we're each gonna say someone else thought of it like if you were to ask me i would say like oh i thought of that band name or if you were to ask Anthony, he would say, no, Stein thought of that band name. If you were, if you were to ask Stein, he would say, no, I thought of that band name. It kind of just came about, I guess. It's a good representation of the music that you guys are creating from how you promote your band is you're playing on the nostalgia factor. So yeah, like nostalgia factor involved with the style of music that you're creating. It's, hey man, this is just good hangs, right? Yeah, it's, it's just kind of the encapsulation of hanging out with your friends and just like screaming to music, you know, at the top of your lungs together, like driving to driving to 7-Eleven or something like that, oh, you yeah. know? My personal affinity with pop punk is because that was the music that I got into as, you know, 13, 14 year old kid. And the music that you listen to in junior high, high school is typically mm -hmm. the genre that you listen to the rest of your life. When I think of pop punk, I think of 
good hangs really so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so well done on the on the name because uh when i think of pop punk now i'm gonna be thinking of good hangs <laughs> so something that is very interesting when it comes to different musicians different bands is the songwriting process what is your uh your band's songwriting process look like I mean, it differs from song to song, I would say. Kind of overall, I would say the majority of the lyrics are pretty collaborative. We'll kind of send each other little hooks or, you know, maybe just a chorus or a a verse. We'll essentially build off of that. There's a lot of songs that started as, you know, Stein just in his room with an acoustic, strumming and singing some melody or some line or something like that. Anthony is the one who, you know, produces everything, so he'll take what we send him and kind of just exploded into like our sound essentially we do a lot of rewrites i would say like if you heard our song i hate you started as there's like no crossover to what it ended up with we're constantly forging and cutting away and cutting away the fat and like reworking and retooling and we we try to just get it to a point where we're like okay this is done this is amazing. This is the next level. Let's put it out. We'll kind of just like focus on single songs at a time. It runs in my blood. I think we've spent the most time on most recently and just released it, you know. Having a member of the band that's able to produce and mix and master and all that kind of stuff, that is that is a really good thing to have. And it sounds like you guys all kind of have some understanding and some skill to be able to record yourself and trading files that's very commonplace these days in fact for me the people that i work with are all over the country and that's how exactly how we're doing is we're just emailing stems back and forth the world is a little bit smaller these days and it it, it's very nice to be able to do that sort of stuff part of production is being able to to make those changes like you just mentioned that's part of getting more professional as a musician in a band is being able to make those changes and when you're producing and mixing your own music, you're emotionally attached to decisions that you've made. It's very hard to take things out if it's not the right fit for a song. You got to hold everything very lightly, I would say, is, is one of the big lessons we've learned as far as, you know, content. And just remember that there's no limit to the amount of songs that you can write, you know? So like, if you start one idea and it progresses to something else, you can write that original song in a different way later down the road, you know, like there's no capacity on, on how many songs you can write, you know? Because you really play on the nostalgia factor with, with how yeah. you promote your music, I was trying to think of what are some questions that would play on that idea of nostalgia. So if you had MySpace now, who are some people that would be in your top eight? I mean, we all love Hot Mulligan. We probably would have them in there. Um, probably like Haley Williams. Probably Taking Back Sunday, brand new. I don't know. I don't know if I could come up with eight, honestly. <laughs> Would you put the band members in the top eight? <laughs> oh well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. It's the. <laughs> I mean, you had to have like the personal profiles as, as yeah. the, the top eight for the the band. Yeah, gotta plug yourself. <laughs> We would have us in there for sure. We really like this this up and coming band called Costin. I think they were on your show, right? They were. Yep. In there, we love Costin. That was such a hard decision, right? The person that works your merch table at every one of your shows, like they got to go in your top eight, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely hard to pick. It's so funny that you that you're like, you know, <laughs> what about your own band members? And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you told me that you're the one that kind of manages the social media, so yeah. <laughs> that is a decision that you cannot make lightly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you mentioned uh, some of those bands that are in your top eight. So uh, mm-hmm. so talking about musical influences and where you kind of draw inspiration, 
I'm assuming those would be some of those, but give us a, a few of those musical influences that you could say, these are the top three or four bands that are collectively our musical influences for what Good Hangs creates now. I would say Taking Back Sunday, brand new. As much as I want to pick one of those older bands, Hot Mulligan is so good. Like, we love Hot Mulligan. Our band is such a big fan of them. They're, like, coining the term post-emo, and we're like, we love that, you know? That's so sick. I would say earlier Taking Back Sunday, you know, Tell All Your Friends was a big, big influence on all of us. We think, like, those early 2000s kind of emo, pop punk, we think those were, like, the golden years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Taking Back Sunday kind of went a little more pop, a little more mainstream after that album. Brand new, definitely kind of leaned more into the darker, heavier side of things. We miss those those specific albums, you know, like brand new Dejan Tendu was incredible. We love that. I've had you on repeat this week and it has been just, it's been fun, you know, like hearing something that really does remind me of why I got into music in the first place. So it's awesome. <laughs> if you could pick one band that uh, that you could go on tour with, what band would that be? Would it be Hot Mulligan? I don't want to just use the same answer again. Okay, so we'll say you probably want to tour with Hot Mulligan, right? Give me two other bands that you go on tour with with Hot Mulligan. This seems to be the hardest question for anybody to answer. Does, does everyone usually like take like take a long time? It's, to it's the hardest one to answer. I feel like there's there's so many. I, I can't. It's think. so finite, right? Like <laughs> having to limit yourself to like one or two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Let's just say Costa. We'll say we'll say Costa. We'd love to go on tour with. That would be another one right there. I feel like I want to name one more. I don't know. Let's I'll, we'll loop back to this. I, I'm going to. Okay. We'll come back to it. The pandemic is, is, is was a bad thing. I, I want to reiterate that. But the good things that came out of it was I feel like a lot of musicians had a moment to reset. The barrier to entry for musicians to make music at home has gone down dramatically. And during the pandemic and lockdowns, I, I think we what we got good out of it was a lot more music hitting the Internet. I feel like a lot of people learn something about themselves. What do you think you learned about yourself over the last two years? I was working retail for a really long time. I had uh, lost my position. I got demoted once the pandemic hit because uh, all of the stores that were, you know, that I worked for, they were closed and we were essentially just fulfilling orders. I lost that position and just thought about how much energy that was taking out of me working that retail schedule really high intensity really stressful i did start looking for a new job because i kind of had this realization you know i want to find something where i can have enough energy at the end of the day to pursue those music aspirations like i learned that about myself that i I just wasn't giving enough weight to that area of my life that this is really what i want to be doing you mentioned so the story so far was that the other band that you decided Mm -hmm. you go on tour with so we have hot mulligan costin and the story so far there you go and good hangs yeah i'd see that i'd see that show what statement are you trying to make with the music that you create our lyrics are are very honest whatever you're going through if you're honest about it people will connect with it even if it's not specifically what they're going through we just want to write songs that everyone wants to sing along to at the top of their lungs you know we want to be doing it in, in that style that all of us are are really missing of just like that golden age of of that emo pop punk era of like the early 2000s like we we missed that you know like we we miss and, and we're, we're seeing the resurgence of it we're we're wanting to you know hop on board with that and warp tour is coming back excited about that is that a fact i heard that i thought it was 
<laughs> but is is it? Have, yeah. Do you know something I don't know about Warped Tour I making a comeback? I, I could be wrong. The fact that you're making <laughs> me doubt it. <laughs> I don't believe it until I see it. I'm I'm the same way with when we are young fest. Like I'm not going to believe it until I see it actually occur because that just doesn't seem like that's real. Me and Anthony got tickets and we're going. Unless it's Firefest 2.0, you know. Yeah. (laughs) It's not something that's being run by some random guy in Ja Rule. I also saw a meme that I was dying at of Travis Barker when he realizes he has to play for 20... <laughs> for every band. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> the music, it has a nostalgia factor attached to it from what we listened to and what we grew up on. The difference is the lyrics just seem to have changed from all fun and games to a lot of people are now writing about what we're going through. And one of those <laughs> things is mental health seems mm-hmm. to be a very common thread. We're hearing some of the same music. It's just that the subject matter has changed from mm-hmm. everything's awesome to, hey, maybe everything's not awesome, but you know, we're gonna make the most of it. We played this show in Chicago and we talked to this this guy that came for a different band and he ended up staying to hear us play. He came up to us after the show. He like introduced himself to us. He essentially told us how he kind of grew up in the ghetto of some ghetto in like Indiana or something like that. And he said that he, he wanted to be in that kind of emo local show scene, but he just didn't really have that. And he didn't really have the opportunity for that. He opened up to us about it and was like, I feel like I finally got a taste of what I had just used to sit in my room watching YouTube videos of like that. I actually got to be here in it. That was like such a powerful moment for us. And we're like, yeah, that's, that's a hundred percent what we want to be about. You know, we want to create that community of just like this common ground of, you know, we're kind of going through some shit, but we can just like be with each other in it and just like sing along and, have that connection you know absolutely what is it that we can get excited about what are you guys working on currently where can we go to support you guys we're always writing and releasing new music follow us on spotify if you like the music put it on a playlist that's that's a huge help for us too you know just to remember that we exist like our music on there all of our socials are just good hangs bands so instagram we have a twitter we just released it runs in my blood like a week ago check that out jam that follow us on tiktok and just be looking out for more music. Be on the lookout for this new single. It should be within the next couple of weeks, I would say, but we'll, we'll release okay. it. I know you just released one last week, so I hate to ask you like, well, what, when's the next one coming out? <laughs> I am a new follower over on Spotify. So as soon as you release something, I will get the notification. And that's what, it, that's the whole purpose of following on Spotify. Awesome. If you like the band, you should follow them because that's how you get notified when they release a new single. If there's one thing that you could just sum up and just make that sort of final statement, what do you want to say to anybody watching this now or watching later? We're kind of new on the scene, but we're, we got big aspirations and we're constantly working on new stuff for you. We appreciate everyone, all the new listeners that we've been having. If you heard about us and listened to us, we are beyond grateful. We can't believe that we're even getting in front of more than our friends and family. I had you pull it up earlier, but I think y'all have um, around 800 followers on Spotify. 
we have about, I think I checked today, it was like 3,200 monthly listeners, which we're freaking out about. We just got I Hate You onto a Spotify editorial playlist too, which is really exciting. It doesn't take much. It just takes the right opportunities and you taking advantage of them when they uh, when they come along. But I think people get too concerned about the numbers, the amount of people who are following you on social media and Spotify and this and that. But if you have 3,200 monthly listeners, imagine a room with 3,200 people exactly. in it and you playing a concert for them. That's packing it out. That's incredible. We, we can't even believe it. That's an that's arena at that point. These are actual real people who are listening to your music. That's fucking amazing. Absolutely. Thanks again for uh, for coming on here and uh, and hanging out with us uh, here on Devin's Song Reviews Live. Thanks for having um, me. Usually, anybody that comes on here walks away with at least a couple of new fans. Can't wait to see what you guys do next. So appreciate you all right well i'm gonna go ahead and kick you off and we're gonna close this thing up but uh but thanks again for being here and so everybody here this is uh this is good hangs and uh yeah happy to have you so we'll catch thanks. you later catch you later <laughs>